Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm here with um, kind of just Matt. What do you mean? Well, we were doing the live stream today. So there's more than just me here? Kind of technically. We've got some people in the chat here. Um, let's see here. We got uh, Chucky is here. Esben is here. And that's it. Just Chucky and Esben. What do the kids say? Press K in the chat or something? Pre- draw, I don't know. Press K in the chat. It's is a whole that what new, it is? It's a whole new thing for us. I have no idea. But so now if you're if you want to watch us record the show live, you can go to patreon.com slash make fun network and you can join at one of two tiers and then you can be ex- uh, have exclusive rights to watch us record the show live and also participate in a chat room. And it's a lot of fun as far as I know. And it's uh, it's a cool new thing and the chat will only get better and the video will only get better. I mentioned last week when I was like, I want to do this, and I wanted to mo- wait till my rooms moved, but that's just taking way too long. So I just, I have like a rough setup right now, but it looks okay. Um, it it's doing all the tricks that's that's needed for it. It uh, it's got the chat, it's got the video, everything's great. I agree. Uh, Matt, what have you been up to? Um, gosh, not really a lot. There's a lot that goes into buying a Tesla, though. I More find. than you think? More than you thought? I should say. Yeah. Well, because. You know, I'm looking into home charging solutions, and this is super boring. But uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> wait, you're describing something super boring? Oh, <laughs> right off the top. But you know, uh, some electric companies will give you uh, like rebates and stuff if you install uh, an electric charger in your home. But then the one by me only gives you a rebate if you install some generic third-party charger, which isn't like the nice Tesla one. And, uh, you know, so going through that stuff. How, why do you need a rebate? Uh, I don't need a rebate, but it would just, you know, <laughs> it doesn't hurt because <laughs> you got to pay an electrician to come out and install this big thing. So you can't do it yourself? Is that a YouTube video? I'm, sh- I'm guaranteed there is a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> the, the video saying not to do it. Yeah, definitely don't do this. Here's how you do it. Call a professional, have them do it. This uh, includes a video. YouTube is definitely the repository of all human knowledge as far as how oh to my do God, anything yeah. that you want to do. Oh my God, yeah. that's You know what? That's a good topic. We should do top five things you can learn on YouTube. Because <laughs> you're right. It's it's a, it's a Anybody who knows anything just shares it on YouTube. And they should. And we had a... So, the band's van is, is old. It's this old 2001 big, huge van. And there was a problem with the starter. And we found a YouTube video to show you how to go underneath hit with a hammer? the van with a screwdriver and like jump the starter. You like oh. ki- like use the screwdriver to connect two metal parts and send a spark through and that gets the car started. <laughs> Sounds safe. Yeah. <laughs> but I learned it on YouTube and it, and it worked. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, chat, you ever learn anything on YouTube? Nah, you know. Crickets. Crickets. Chucky's there. He said hi. Chucky. Chucky. What are we talking about today? Uh, He learned how to replace his bumper. Yeah, see, there you go. I'm refer- I hope- Chucky's referring to his own ass. Yeah. His butt bumper. You ever bump on your butt? <laughs> Have I? <laughs> ever- <laughs> Have I? Doing it right now. You call that ass to ass. Hey. Ass to ass. <laughs> ass to ass. 
Why isn't that on my soundboard? <laughs> I wonder if I can add the ass to ass thing. Uh, what are we talking about today? We're talking about shit. No, we're talking about top five podcasts we would like to be on. Us. So us guesting on other shows. It used to be top five of death for me, but here I am. Yeah, I'm regular. That's right. He's a, yeah, he's more regular. Uh, you know what? couple more times, Matt, and I'm going to have a, a big coronation ceremony, <laughs> uh, especially now that we have the live video. I bet it'll be a boring coronation No, ceremony. it's going to be an exciting coronation um, and, you know, knighting you an official top five of death host because uh, that's what's happening. That's what's going to happen. I just, you know, you're, you're in candidacy right now. Yeah. And you're almost done. That, you, we should do a, uh, another poll on the... Uh, Make sure you, Should Matt be? Are you sure you want that? <laughs> yeah, I can take it. Okay, fine. I'll put it up. We'll see. You know what? I'm going to leave all the options open too, so people can just be like, "No, kill him instead." <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, all right. So we're doing top five podcasts we want to be on. How many other podcasts do you listen to, Matt? I listen to a handful of podcasts, and and the funny thing about it, and and what's going to make this list tough for me, as you know. Is that podcasts are very, there's like a podcast for everything. Yeah. Any little weird thing that you're into, there's a podcast about. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of the podcasts I listen to are these very like niche <laughs> things that I like. Um, uh, but I, you know, and I, I try to limit the podcast time to just like my commuting because I, you know, I want to, I don't want to like not listen to new records by bands and stuff like that. So you got to balance your time. I, I so listen. I I so do not listen to music almost anymore because <laughs> I listen to podcasts. Because you're lot. old. I'm old, and all the music I listen to is the stuff that came out when I was into music. I'm still into music, but anything new, I have no fucking clue about it because I I'm more interested into like, oh, what's a new podcast I can get into. Um, so for me, it is a little tough because I only listen to like I listen to. Um, a good amount of podcasts, but a lot of them are all put out by the same people. So I didn't want to be like, oh, I can be on this show that they do or that show that they do in this show that they do. Yeah. I can just fill my whole list with one network's show. Uh, but I didn't. And um, I, listen, I, I have like seven that I regularly never miss an episode on. And then there's a bunch where I'm like, check it out every once in a while. Yeah. So. I'll go back and see who's on. Right. Right. So like, oh, a good guess. I want to listen to that one. I want to listen to this one. Uh, but yeah, who wants to start? I can start. Okay, go ahead. So you're a number five podcast you want to be on. So my number five, it's actually a podcast that I don't really listen to, but man, uh, it's probably great. Okay. <laughs> the Gilbert Godfrey's amazing oh my colossal God. podcast. He has a podcast? Of course he does. What am I doing? I know. That's true. Everyone does. <laughs> I don't know why I was shocked. I've And I, I've listened to it before and it's really like... He's got a producer who it runs the show, and he's just there to say stupid things. Yeah. But his voice, he could say anything, and it's funny to me. And I also chose this because I wanted to hear you do BWK do. And now also, I know you can actually do a Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, it's early in the morning for me. I'll give it a shot. It's probably going to be bad. <clears throat> it's going to be loud AF, but I'll, I'll try. Yeah, back off that mic. <sighs> okay, so. <coughs> Gilbert. I can't do it. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> you little shit. <laughs> it's, it's not my best Gilbert Godfrey, I got to say. When I was a kid and he I, was I on can't Howard do it well, Stern. I can't now. It was like the funniest thing. And it was 
you know, as a kid, we knew him as Iago from Aladdin. And oh, that's then, right. And then suddenly I hear him on Howard Stern, and that's not him at all. It's <laughs> like, no. oh, yeah, this guy's hilarious. And that voice is so funny. It is very funny. And he's so, like, little and wormy, <laughs> which makes it all more funny. Who's in the Problem Child movies? That's Yeah, that's, like, what I know him the most from. Is being the principal, the principal in the problem child movies who with his like squinty eyes. Yeah, he can't escape that kid. <laughs> Whatever happened to that kid? Oh man, it must be drugs, right? There's no way that kid didn't get. All right, let's go okay. to the internet. Uh, let's see here. Um, I don't even know the actor's name. I'll say no. child actor. Just problem child kid. <laughs> yeah, I could have just put that in child actor. Uh, problem, <laughs> problems, <laughs> songs came in, problem child, problem child kid, his name <laughs> is, oh boy, <laughs> doesn't say his name is, Michael Oliver, oh, he's like, he looks like this person who did my tattoos, <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are like before and then and then and now pictures, he looks like Satan. He grew up to look like Satan, but the other girl grew up to be yeah, bad. What's she doing? That's fucked up. Let's see. He uh, moved away from acting to focus on a career in the tech industry working in computer programming. <laughs> <laughs> He's my contemporary? <laughs> yeah, basically. <coughs> yeah. You, you know, I don't want to act. I want to work with computers. Okay. Sure. You think he made a lot of money from those movies? Probably, right? I mean, they still play. They're on all the time. He's probably making some sort of royalties. 54 million domestically, 72 million worldwide. That's Has been asked, can I show stuff from my screen to the stream? Oh, baby boy, you know I can. All right, let me move this over. Oh, yeah, you forgot about that. I know. I just sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. I know it's not true. I always can. I'm a fucking liar. You such a fucking liar. Bitch. Here we go. Share screen. And we'll share screen too. Uh, share. Here we go. Coming up, baby. So yeah, this is what we're looking at. Well, close, don't uh, love some no porn yet. <laughs> yeah, too early for porn. Chucky accused me of porn. Chucky. Yeah, he looks like Satan. Like right around here, he's just Satan in this photo. And if you want to see what we're talking about, join the Patreon, watch the show. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, but she doesn't look too bad. He looks like a lunatic. Ah oh, man, I miss John Ritter. I just, got sad. Right, yeah. I just got sad. Oh, no. Well, give us your number five and bring us back up. That's going to actually make me angry, my number five. Uh, okay. So my number five. So this is a show that I used to absolutely love. And this was another network show. And this, honestly, this show and their network and that community is what sparked Make Fun Network. Because it fucking sucks over there so bad um and the show that i would like to be on and the reason why i want to be on is because i want to be able to just i want to be able to have it out with them and just kind of call them on their fucking shit um the show called uh, laser time never heard of it it's a pretty big show it's 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 like nerd culture and it, i used to man every week they would have an episode that was like geared towards like every it, it like lined up with mine so so much actually i'll go to the website because i can show this stuff um <laughs> you just try to look, look it up i, I, t- I tapped to play <laughs> instead of the i wanted to look at the episode description um 
but yeah but they have a bunch of shows on their network and the show itself um was so good for the longest time video game apocalypse was still okay um but like their fucking community holy shit they fucking suck so much it is such a like a, a group think echo chamber but it's like it is it is the you know how like when like people like complain about um complain about like uh like people like left-wing people just being like um just like echo chambers and like really bad about that this is the worst version of that stereotype hmm. this group like if you wanted to prove someone's point you could just point them to this group because man if you even things that aren't even like controversial or even like matter but if like, you just like divert from like the group opinion about something they fucking dogpile on you and like and they think they're all so fucking like just so goddamn smug about everything and it fucking sucks over there and it really bums me out because like maybe three four years ago it was awesome and just like real fast it just fucking became this fucking place of you know fall in line or or fuck off and it was terrible sounds awesome it isn't anymore but it, it had it had my favorite it had my favorite uh comic book uh, podcast called cape crisis on there now that guy who runs it does this other show called talking simpsons uh he's fucking insufferable they're so insufferable now and it's it, it's like you know what it is it's a good it's a good barometer for me to know what i don't want to do with make fun because that's why like sometimes things get flared up in like the the group or the chat or something like that uh on you know become a fun bot go to makefun.network sometimes things flare up there and i've had people like uh write to me personally and be like hey uh you should take this down or whatever and it's like no i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna like other than like just blatant blatant aggressive like hate like other than like anything that's just a different opinion even if i don't agree with it or if it's even wrong just that's whatever we're not here to to do that and also for the most part we're not here to talk about that stuff too much anyway i know it's unavoidable a lot of the time but it's just man i just want to go on the show because i just want to be like i want to ask them like what happened what happened to this group and i i think they just became i just went to the their forum and there's just so much spam (laughs) (laughs) Good. They're um they're I, I got kicked out of their group. <laughs> I got kicked out of the group because I made like a I made I posted like a funny reaction gif. That's all it took to get kicked out was a funny reaction gif. There, uh, there's like spam for collagen and nose surgeries and menstrual cups. Like it's just so much spam. So the um there's another like side group from that um from that uh from that group it's literally called the rebels of the laser time community and it's a group of people that have all been kicked out of the main group and there's like 400 people in the kicked out group wow because that's how quickly they are to do that they don't want anyone they don't they want they don't want any uh dissent amongst the ranks i suppose over there but that sounds like the republican party uh sounds like the republican party trying to go me here are you trying to go me here (laughs) no (laughs) 
I don't know. Um, but that, I would just like to go on the show because I would love to just be like, hey, your show meant a lot to me for a long time. All of your shows did. Um, and now I, I don't listen to any of them. I used to be, they were the first Patreon that I ever subscribed to to support. I don't support them. I don't do, I don't, nothing. I don't do anything with them anymore. And it was a bummer because I really enjoyed their content. But now they're just so insufferable with their, um, they're just, they're just, East coastal liberals. I love East Coast liberals. Now, um, but on the the flip side, it did get you and you know inspired to do what you do now. It showed you all these things. Yeah. So hey, not <clears throat> yeah. all bad. I mean, it I, honestly, I think I. So there's a <clears throat> there's this main guy on the show. His name is Chris, and he's like, you can just tell that he is just like. Because they make their living off their Patreon now, like they all quit their jobs because their Patreon wow. was, was is, is like makes like twelve grand a month. Um, so now it's like I I think that has a big thing to do with it. I think because like their money so like their livelihood so tied to it, they have to like bend the knee to the to the group mind. Um, because that guy Chris at first he's crass and like. He he says some shit that is like uh, no his his own group would very much consider problematic, um, but he doesn't anymore and like he just doesn't seem happy and he they miss episodes and like he moved away from San- it's a whole it's like the drama surrounding the show is more interesting than the show now. What if though you could do this full time but you couldn't be crass? W- would you do it? Um, uh, I couldn't be like. What do you mean? Like I couldn't be crass? Um, had to be clean. Can't say poo poo pee pee. Yeah, can't say poo poo pee pee. Can't say poo poo pee pee. It's got to be G rated. Uh, I don't know if the money was good enough. I mean, I'll do, <laughs> I'll do anything for money. Uh, but probably not. Uh, I don't know. I'm not looking to do that. But I'll sell out for anything. That's true. Yep. But yeah. So what's your number four? That's my number five. Is I just want to get on there just because I want to like have the argument. I just want because you you can't argue with them. If you bring up any topic, they just, kick, they just kick you out. They don't even hear it. And it's just like, it's so frustrating. Okay. So my number four is the most inside of inside podcasts. <laughs> you are not going to like this one, Matt. Okay. I'll just go to sleep now. Yeah. Uh, so it's called the Caped Wonder Superman Podcast. Caped Wonder Podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's... it's <laughs> Jesus Christ, iHeart.com. Yeah, it's it's hosted by iHeartRadio, but you can get it on all your other stuff. It's on Podbean? Uh, sure, I don't know. Probably. Whoa, 22 followers. Is one of them you? <laughs> no, I don't know what Podbean, Podbean is. This is where they host their podcast. Um, they've got, you know, because it's on iHeartRadio, so they get listeners there. Um, so essentially, it's two guys who run the show. One guy, um, Jim Bowers, runs capedwonder.com, and... He is a collector of original, the first Superman movie photography and memorabilia. He is an expert on everything there is to know about the first Superman movie. Okay. Specifically, you know, the Richard Donner era of directing Superman movies. And the other guy is also a Superman the movie super fan. He's a <laughs> television personality on a TV news in Detroit. And so they do this podcast and you know, 23 episodes all about the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. So they go so in depth into everything that you would ever need to, or want to, or don't even care to know about the making of those movies. 
and what do you want me to say <laughs> nothing i was i thought you'd have some snarky comment uh no i mean so it's more than just like two guys that like superman it is so specific in that they only talk about these four movies with a focus on the Richard Donner years. So basically the first one and half of the second one. And they've had guests like uh, actors that have been in the movies. They've had uh, this guy, David Michael Petru, who wrote the, the, you know, he wrote a book about the making of the movies back when the movies were made. And uh, so they have his original interviews with the cast. They have tapes of those. Um, they talk to, <clears throat> excuse me, they talk to the guy who did the colorization of the Blu-ray and home video releases. Um, this guy, he's worked with Warner Brothers on some of their, like, putting together special features for the making of every time they put it out on Blu-ray or DVD or something like that. So he talks about, so he's, like, in the know. And uh, it's strangely really interesting every time. They're not long episodes, but I'm always, like, Oh my god! I can't believe I didn't know that about making the making of Superman the movie. Oh, I didn't know that that cameo there was like a famous person in 1978 that my born in '83 mind wouldn't know and wouldn't recognize years later. Or like, you know, when they filmed, you ever hear about the Great Blackout of New York City in 1978? Was that when like all the black people moved in? <laughs> so you wouldn't be able to say things like that. I didn't say anything <laughs> crass. I wasn't. I didn't say cucky poo poo. I didn't say pee-pee poo-poo. Uh, there was apparently a huge blackout, a famous blackout in Manhattan. No, I have heard of it, yeah. In 1978, and they were filming Superman at the time, and the story goes, the lighting guy plugged in an extra light when they were filming, and he's like, oh, I need a little bit more light, and he plugged in some light, and then immediately the power went out. So they were like, oh my God, I just killed the power. <laughs> oh, they think that they did that? Uh, he knows that he didn't, but it was just so funnily, a funny coincidence at the moment. And so... There are scenes in the movie where the sky, the skyline of New York City is totally dark, and I never noticed it before. I just thought, oh, that's just you know because they're filming in this thing, and it's like no, because it was filmed during this blackout, like huh. things like that. That I you learn about this movie that I've watched this movie probably more than any movie ever, and I think you know maybe for some of our listeners that would be like Star Wars or something like that. To learn all those little things about the movie is fascinating, and to be involved. And so the last episode the lost Lester notes, they call it. So they, the Richard Donner was supposed to direct the first two movies and then they were starting to run out of money. So they were like, Hey, finish the first one and then we'll go back and finish the second one after. Cause he was filming them both at the same time. And then the minute the first one came out and was a success, the producers fired him and hired a different director. And so the episode is about all of the notes on what he was keeping <laughs> From the original. <laughs> you caught me. <laughs> I would love to be on the show uh, as a big fan, and I think that I'd be able Matt, to. Matt, I am not hiring you along. I'm just <laughs> fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. Do not, do not continue. Cont uh, no, no, no. No, uh, no, no, please. You're absolutely right. I got a little into the weeds. No, that's fine. <laughs> just go on. But uh, I would like to be on the show because. Uh, what are you going to offer? If this guy knows everything, what are you going to be like? You're just going to sit there and go, wow. I think um, one of the things that the show uh, could use is like a cultural impact from those movies. And, you know, they were, these were guys who saw the movie in the theaters in 1978. Yeah. Um, and so they are coming to it from that perspective. And I think an interesting way to look at those movies is for someone who really likes the current slate of superhero movies yeah. and is really interested in those and watches those all the time and sees how, 
these Superman movies um, reflected that. Someone also who knows the comic books really well because they really don't know the comics really well. Um, they don't know the comics. They just know this movie. These, yeah, it's bizarre how <laughs> hyper focused. Um, you know, they've done episodes about auctions for costumes and props. Like yeah. they focus on that stuff. They each own the two guys. Each own an original costume from the movie and props from the movie like the one guy owns the spaceship from superman 4 like the actual ship from the movie that they use shit like that okay man would it be cool to have an original costume <laughs> oh, i can tell you why don't you just buy it from him you should trade in that tesla <laughs> honestly i would have to trade in two teslas <laughs> for the cost of the most recent suit that went up for auction jeez louise all right so i'll go my number four yeah my number four is a I don't think this show is on anymore. I think it's over, but you'd bring it back for one special episode with Matt Bistany. You c- I couldn't because it's a it's a linear story. Uh, but I would like to be on a, this podcast called The Black Tapes. You ever hear the Black Tapes? Not familiar. You, you, no. hear this? you heard this? Um, so it's a it's a podcast is it's from um, P- Pacific Northwest Stories is what it's called. Uh, like this group, they have a few yeah, it looks other like shows. There was too. a January twelfth episode of what of the Black Tapes. It was, is it a bonus episode? It's just called Into the Black, the season three mid-season finale of the Black Tapes podcast. January of 2020? Uh, you know what? It doesn't have the year here. Oh, uh, 20. Okay. So I see some. So 2018. <laughs> hold, no, no, no. Hold on. 2018, there was a special announcement. And then on January 12th, six episodes of this year. This year? There's new Black Tapes? Get out of my house, Matt. <laughs> what the fuck? Why didn't I get notified? I don't know. Why didn't I get notified? Serialized docudrama about one journalist's search for the truth. I, I have to fucking look this up. What the fuck? Uh, maybe I can be on it. Maybe I can be on it. <laughs> so what would you do? Would uh, you shut be, up. I'm busy. <laughs> would you be like... Um, January 12th. No shit. Yeah, I'm not fucking with you. Oh, my goodness. Would you be like a... Um, I could do a voice. Is this, this is a, like so, a fictional? So yeah, the um. Oh my god, I'm like, I'm like shocked. <laughs> I'm honestly shocked. Glad we did this episode. Um, because oh my god. Uh, so oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> um. Uh, okay, 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 okay. So the show is. It was the first show of its kind that I ever listened to, and it is like I said, it's a docudrama. It's 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 fictional, but it's. Uh, recorded as it it's recorded in the same kind of vein of like investigative reporting right um where someone is trying to crack a story and they record between all the conversations they have with people and that's it it's just like a it's it's a it's a show it's it's a show that's uh framed around an investigative podcast sure um but it has to do with so the first season was about this um this woman interviewing this doctor and this this doctor his whole thing was proving the paranormal wrong right he had this whole institute where like he had a, a fund for like a million dollars uh that if anyone could like prove to him like the existence of like these paranormal these paranormal things paranormal activities paranormal if you will. T- yes he would you know pay them um a million dollars and he has like debunked thousands upon thousands upon thousands of them love it um but like during one of the interviews she does, like she notices in his office there is a uh <laughs> he's making the Hulk jerk <laughs> off. Um in one in his office, he has like this uh this shelf behind 
where he sits and it's just a bunch of these black these black tapes and she asks him you know what are these black tapes <clears throat> and pretty much he's like these are just uh these are um these are this is evidence or accounts of things that i have yet to disprove he's like such a skeptic that is like so then she's like inquiring about those and they kind of dive into that and then it like opens up this world and you learn more about this doctor and his like actual involvement with some things and like how they're all potentially connected. And it's like this long weaving story, but I fucking loved it. And you'd play a character then. Yes. Oh like, my God. Yeah. What what kind of character? So there is this one. Um, I don't know, but there is a very, <laughs> they had this one character who was on one episode who's was like chewing the scenery so hard they literally like just wrote him off in the next episode <laughs> like oh, we're done with that guy. they they literally had him take a vow of silence um but and i felt bad because everyone's so good on it everyone's yeah. so good and then this one person who was supposed to be his name was like like sidious or something like that he essentially was like this like monk uh, Dar- darth sidious got it more or less yeah what the fuck what? Oh my 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 session closed. My session limit closed. Looks like you hit the half hour limit on session. Uh, you can add additional session by clicking add new versions. Uh, add new sessions. What the fuck? Can you I only do? live stream for thirty minutes? Uh, I mean like the trial version. Oh, so then probably. hold on. I'm gonna tell chat. One sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking fine. Skip. I can't believe I got to figure this out. I was in the middle of fucking riffing on the black tapes, man. What a fucking stupid thing. <laughs> For those listening at home, <coughs> play one of those sound, play a soundboard to fill people play in. Play a soundboard? Oh, my play God. Play the Kobe one. What is it with you? Kobe! <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> and he rests in peace. Um, Yeah, so for those who don't know, the live stream just cut out. I'm like... I'm. I, I was just using the two-week trial because it was just included. <laughs> but they limit you on the trial. What's the fucking point of that? I guess. Um, I don't even know what to do here. Because they want you to buy it. I they guess so. They want you to just use the trial. I guess so. What a fucking annoying thing. What an annoying, annoying thing. <sighs> I don't even know what to do right now. Let's just carry on and you'll fix it next time. Um... That's so annoying. I have to apologize to these people. Uh, hold on. Matt, tell them a story. Oh, boy. So, uh, one, uh, so yeah, I'll talk about some of the things that I couldn't choose for my list. So, there's a couple of podcasts that I really, really like that just don't really do the guest thing. So, it wouldn't make sense to guest on them or I really couldn't add anything. So, the 99% Invisible is a really popular one that I love that people should like if they like design stuff. And then the memory palace is like my all time favorite podcast, except for the top five of death. What the hell's a memory palace? Memory palace is the idea that if you want to be able to remember things, you can set up like a a home in your head and then like a place that's really familiar to you and then put memories into each room. And so if you have like a palace, a really, really big home with lots of rooms for lots of memories, it's a, they do it on the Sherlock Holmes TV show. But the podcast is, they're like five to 10 minute little historical stories and they're fascinating. It's by this guy who's from Rhode Island and I came and actually watched, he did a did a talk in Somerville uh, last year and basically you know read a bunch of his stories and really good 
it's like an NPR. He's got an NPR style voice. So really like you're listening to the memory palace. I'm Nick DeMeo kind of <laughs> thing. Oh man. You can, I'm watching Matt type poorly in real time. <laughs> it's real bad. <laughs> okay. Don't, why do you comment on my fucking <laughs> typing? So you talk about your fucking memory palace show. Uh, so those are two of like my favorite podcasts that I, I don't think would make sense for me to be on. Um, but the ones that I did show choose are great and you're going to love them. And if you don't love them, Fuck you! Can we can we get going now? No, hold on. I gotta I gotta share the fucking thing. Do you want me to do my number three? No, I'll be back in a second. I'll be back in a second. People aren't tuning in to listen to me tell stories. I promise. <laughs> sure they are. <laughs> sure they are. Publish now. I gotta put the right. Listen, you don't understand how this works, Matt. You keep I your damn mouth shut. Definitely don't. There we go. All right, here we go. Publish now. All right, let's see if it, uh, okay, da, 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 da. let's go here, prepare to go live into the green room. Is this fun for everyone? Because it's not fun for me. Struggles. It sucks. Oh, here we are. Yeah, we got to go live. Yeah, let's go. All right, we're coming back. Okay, okay, okay. So you were talking about the guy who was chewing up the scenery. Yeah, so I was talking about the guy who was chewing up the scenery and his name was like, he was like a monk of some kind. So the whole story, like the story like fucking gets really, really big and gets like really, really, um, not convoluted. It's easy to track, but they <laughs> had this fucking guy on who was a monk and everyone's kind of like, everyone's kind of normal. Everyone talks like a normal person. But then they, they finally got to this guy that had the interview and he was like, hello, welcome. And he's like, so over the top. He's like, I'm the person, the keeper of the book. <laughs> And it was like, <laughs> it was so fucking bad. Die, Vincent Price, yeah. the actor. It's pretty much how it was, but it, um, <laughs> the, then the, the following episode, they were like, now they offhandedly mentioned like, well, we can't get any more information from that person because they took a vow of silence. <laughs> I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't think anyone's upset about this because it. It was so pulling out of like the realm of reality that you immerse yourself in. It fucking sucked. Um, but uh, but I would just be on. I would just be a person. I don't know. I'd be someone who like they just interviewed like uh, a recurring character or something. But uh, it was awesome. All right. It was uh, it was so good. I can't believe there's new episodes. If you haven't listened to it, it's a fucking great story. It's really, really interesting. They have it's like it touches upon demonology, which is very much in my realm of everything I love. It's uh it's great. Go listen to Top Five Ways to Summon a Demon. <laughs> yeah. You could do that. <laughs> it's it's one of my favorites. But man, the black tapes, I would love to be on that show. I'd fucking love it. I'd be like a mortal. You know, it'd be like a cameo in like Seinfeld to me. <laughs> yeah. That would be something. That would be something. All right. Go ahead. My number three. So this is another kind of insidey one, but um, this guy's got hundreds of thousands of listeners. So I think, you know, somebody has heard of this podcast. So uh, it's called The Talk Show with John Gruber. McGruber? McGruber. Uh, this is a tech podcast focused on mostly Apple related stuff. Um, <clears throat> so he has a new guest on every week. He calls it like the director's commentary to his blog, which I think is an interesting way to put it. But he has a a really uh, un- unique and I think really great 
perspective on technology news and is really well thought out on all of his opinions and the way he talks about everything that's going on in the industry, whether it's, uh, you know, new products or, you know, controversy in the industry. You in know. the tech industry? Yeah, in the tech industry. So okay. it's it's fascinating. I, I love his perspective. I love listening to him. And I would love to be able to just like riff with him and talk about it. One of the biggest problems is uh, when he gets going and he has someone on the show, they get long. He will do a three-hour episode mm. and just not think twice about it. Do you hate that? I mean, I love it when I'm listening to it, but it's really difficult because I have a really short commute to work. It's like... Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, so it takes like four days to listen to an episode, <laughs> and then I can't listen to any other podcast that week, which is yeah, a pain you, in the ass. Then you fall behind on everything else. Right. Um. So... Um, I love, but I love his show. Um, he has writers on from big websites like The Verge. Uh, he has guys from like Bloomberg. He has uh, people from the Washington Post, or no, sorry, uh, the not the Washington Post, um, the Wall Street Journal. He has a, a the WFJ. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, so the tech tech columnist from the Washington, uh, the Wall Street Journal, is Joanna Stern, and he has her on from time to time, and she's great on the show, and. Uh, yeah, it's called the talk show with John Gruber. He likens it. He, you know, he grew up with like those old school late night talk shows. Okay, and he's really into that kind of vibe. My next guest, <laughs> yeah, my next needs no introduction. And he, um, when you can, you can catch my next guest on uh, at the Laughing, <laughs> and he does a uh, a live show every year, every summer, and gets like uh, the VP of product design at Apple to come on the show and do a live in front of an audience show. Oh, cool. Uh, and he's, he's really great and he's got a great website. Uh, he's a great writer and columnist and it's called the talk show with John Gruber. Is there any like a video component to it? Does he have like a YouTube channel that you can like watch afterwards for the live broadcast? Yes. Hmm. For the, the live episode. Yes. But, uh, for his regular show no. and he actually does all the episodes remote, uh, over Skype. Oh, that's tough. And uh, but does a really great job because he has people from you know all over the industry talking, and he can't get everyone mm. to come. He lives in Philadelphia, I think. I see. Yeah, I see. We should get BWK on the old remote. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> I've been trying to get BWK on the old fucking remote for like uh, honestly, it's been about a year. It's been about a year. Bottom of setup. Been a year. Hasn't happened. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's like sitting in the box at his house? No, he said he set it up, and he yeah. said that it. Uh, he said he tested it, and it works at his house, but we haven't tested it for like an actual recording yet. Right. Um, but I bought it at PAX last year in like a bundle. Uh, the next PAX is at the end of February. <laughs> so it's been almost a year. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'll go. My number three uh, podcast I would like to be on is the Todd Glass Show. Not familiar. Who's Todd Glass? You don't know who Todd Glass is? He's a comedian's comedian. Um, I don't even know how I can describe this show. It's fucking chaos all the time. He brings his, on his funny friends and they talk about whatever they want. It's literally just comedians doing bits over and over and over and again. Says, and of course, there are bits. Yes. <laughs> that is the whole show. But it... <laughs> that's been Jansen. More like BW Lazy, am I right? <laughs> Nailing them to the wall. Listen, if you want to get in here and nail BWK to the wall... <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash makefunnetwork. Also, I like the nail on something, if you know what I mean. Uh, come on. He'll never listen to this. No, he won't. That's true. You could, we could say anything we wanted. I could give out his actual phone number. As long as everyone <laughs> promised not to call him, uh, he would never know. Hold on. I'm going to look up his phone number. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Do it that. is 978. 
Um, oh, Mitch, <laughs> oops, Mitch Mint says he'll bring the hammer. I didn't know we had a, a mo, uh, emojis in here. Oh, oh wait, I did. I used one a minute ago. He, <laughs> Yo, this chat fucking rules, dude. Man, I can't wait. This is gonna be a lot of fun. That's a fresh hammer he brought. Um, what the fuck was I saying? I was shitting on BWK. Shitting on BWK. Oh, the Todd Glass show. Yeah. Um, so, but that show, it is. I don't know. It's just so funny to me sometimes. They do these bits that um, they recur from like week to week for like months on end and then they just kind of disappear. Uh, like he would do this one bit where he would play this uh, and a lot of times like the comedians are like improvisers or they have an improv background. They, they know the deal. They know what yep. they're getting into. Yes and. Yes and. But uh, he did this bit and uh, for the longest time where he would play this song and I sing, I still sing this song all the time because of this show and the song is a uh, the one that goes what's the matter you why are you looking so sad hey shut up your face um he would play that song and then he just like also these are like out of nowhere he's not setting anything up they'll be talking about anything and be like hey hold on a second and he'll play the song and he'll be like now you he's like and they'll be like like you wrote that song right and he'll be like oh yeah and <laughs> oh, it's oh, like, yeah. it like they, then he just asked him about writing that song but he'd ask <laughs> he he did he did it to like people for like weeks and this one guy this fucking was making me. I, I wish I could fucking remember who the fuck it was. Because that's the other thing too. Is sometimes there's like decently named people on there, but a lot of times it's like like mid card comedians that are on it right. that are just like in between. Like they're they'll headline like the small clubs in a city. You know what I mean? Um, hey, shut up your face. Oh, see, uh, Chucky knows Chucky. Todd Glass. Um, but there was this one guy who was like, yeah, you know, and he just went on. He's like, you know, the, the song's actually a lot longer. That's a radio edit. And he'd be like, uh, what's the matter, you? Uh, why didn't you go to school? And like he just went on and on about this whole thing and like just like the the cadence of the song and it was fucking killing me. He had um he had Andy Dick on one time and he also the same time he had Andy Dick on he had a live band <laughs> in the room to like just play music. It was just fucking pandemonium. Um, but fuck, it's so fucking funny. I don't listen to a lot of comedy podcasts. Uh, top five was like my number one comedy podcast. For this one was? Just so you know. Um, <laughs> Actually, now that, I, now that you're mentioning the other shows you've, you've yeah, brought up so yeah, far, you could tell yeah, top five is fucking hilarious. But when something really funny happens and I'm like on the subway or and I'm just like laughing and cackling to myself about something that BWK did. Oh, not me? All right, no. <laughs> No, you've never made me laugh. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. Fuck me. Fuck you. Uh, I'm going to get the soundboard up for you. Taco Bell. <laughs> um, but yeah, the um the show is the show is great. I got to get back. I got to get back into it too. Um but and they they write a lot of songs. They have a person who like writes songs about their guests. Like produce songs, like like yeah. full on and it's it's really really fun. It's really really funny. I love it. It's great. You gotta right. check it out. I will. What's your number three? Number oh, two. Number two. Number, number deuce, two. Deuce, baby. Number two uh, podcast is in, is called Inside of You. Me? Does it say Inside of You, parentheses, Matt, Matt Bistany? Bistany, Uh With Michael Rosenbaum. Michael Rosenbaum. Does that name ring any bells? No, just a generic Jewish name to me. Generic Jewish, ger- generic Jew. Uh, so Generic. Hey, that's a new term, generic. <laughs> uh, you could take that one, you anti-Semites. Goldmanstein. And um, it's Michael Rosenbaum is the guy who played Lex Luthor on Smallville. Oh, okay. He's cool. He is very cool, and he's very funny. And uh, he's a pretty good podcaster. So he ha- it's kind of the Gilbert Godfrey thing where it's like he's got a producer who knows how to podcast and knows what he's doing. 
but uh you know rosenbaum is the star and gets people and gets the guests right he but he interviews people in a very howard stern way oh okay so what howard stern does when he interviews is he like feeds people the answers to his questions yeah. Um. And as hey, like as, you were horny, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly like, like that. Yeah. He's like, oh, you were. You really wanted to fuck her, didn't you? Oh yeah. yeah. Tell. Yeah. Her tits yeah, were yeah, great, yeah, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. You know, shit like that. Um. And, in a very Howard Stern way, and he's like, oh, so you were really doing this, and um, and as you know, <laughs> as ridiculous as it is, Howard Stern gets people to open up and oh, be yeah. more honest than they normally would by doing things like that, and so does Rosenbaum. And he gets, and I, I usually, I typically listen to it when he gets someone from Smallville on. So the few episodes he's had with the guy who played Clark, Tom Welling, on the show uh, are really good and really interesting and funny. But he's also had, uh, you know, he's had a, a, a bunch of really interesting people. I am definitely not interesting enough to be a guest on his show, but I would like to talk to him. And the idea is the inside of you part is... Um, oh, God. he really wants to get into people's heads and like, oh, okay. get, uh, you know, and he uses it as a pun, right? But it's to get into people's heads and to like really understand what motivates them and to do what they're doing, specifically acting. He talks a lot about acting. Who has he had on? <clears throat> so, other than the 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 Smallville people and the superhero television show universe, he's had Jenna Fisher from The Office. Okay. Uh, he had Crispin Glover, who's totally insane. Ooh, really? Yeah. That's, uh, that's a good one. Jason Mewes. Oh, cool. Apparently, Stoochies. he had Dane Cook. Uh, he had Ralph Macchio, Matthew Lillard. Oh, these are people that I would not mind hearing these interviews for. Dolph but. Lundgren, Sean Dolph Astin. Dolph Lundgren? He had Rain Wilson. Here, Here's one that you love, Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Another great. Uh, Bobcat was on uh, Howard Stern. Oh, oh yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, Bruce Campbell, uh, yada 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 yada. Not uh, Dominic Moynihan, Macaulay Culkin. So yeah, he gets names: Camille Nanjiani, um, Henry Winkler, David Batista, David uh, Batista, Michael Rooker, Zachary Levi. Okay, yeah. all right, I get it. I get he it. gets people. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not. He would never get me, right? Like I'm uh, outside of his ability to get. yeah you're too hard exactly i'm hard to get listen i got you on exclusive rights okay uh mitch mint the freshness of the fun butts asked a question he said was there an episode with the sex cult lady no but they talked about her um so do you know about the sex cult thing oh that's what he said so this hold on i just want to point something out this is why this chat rules now because now you can comment live on things we're talking about and we can bring this up so mitch mint just asked a question about what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, and I didn't even think of it. So, yeah, so one of the stars of Smallville. I love that woman. Oh, my God. She's a... I would be in a sex cult for absolutely. her. Absolutely. Yeah. All day I, long. I'd go through a couple dudes to get to her. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, Allison Mack, uh, who played Chloe Sullivan on the show, and she was arrested, and she was... She recruited young girls to be in this sex cult that, and promised them that they would get acting lessons and stuff like that, and it was <laughs> called Nexium. Nexium. But well, no, sexy, am I they, right? they didn't get her, um, but they talked about it when he had the woman who played Lana on an episode and they were like, you know, you know, in those later years, we weren't really close to her. And, and I really? guess, I guess Lana like went to a couple of the meetings early on as Ooh, like there's acting another coaching, one. acting coaching, and yeah. acting classes, whatever. Oh, um, taco bumping. Taco bumping. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. 
Um, uh, Hi- Scissor Hi- me timbers. Hyperion X13. I don't know who that is. He's a, definitely a Mad Bistany fan. Am I right? Hyperion. Listen, Hyperion is awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So she's in jail, right? Uh, I think she's under house arrest. I think she pleaded <laughs> it out. He's new. They're new. I don't know who uh, he or she, whatever they, they identify as. Hi. Well, Hyperion. welcome. I'm just very happy you're here, too. This fucking chat kicks ass. <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah, all right. They're cool. Matt for life. They know. They spelled life with a Y. They got it. So they know that it's you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's probably an alternate version of me. <laughs> <laughs> From an alternate reality. It's your wife. <laughs> yeah. She's downstairs. Good job, honey. <laughs> she's done watching Sabrina and she's like, oh, let me, let me give my hubby a boost. Uh, yeah. Um, BBK five ever? Says no one ever. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a, actually, I might check out that show. That sounds good. Yeah. You know, it's. It's in the Howard Stern vein interview style, and uh, he gets good people. And yeah, it's interesting, and it'd be cool to talk to him and pick his brain. Right. Uh, so my number two is, is a show that has blown up very fast. And you're, is there ever a show, and you're just, I think I've mentioned the show before, and I mentioned this thing, where you're just jealous of somebody else's idea. Like, you're just genuinely jealous that they have something that you wish you did. Like, why didn't I think of that first? Or like something that you could easily do. As someone who has a podcast yeah. and all the components to make one, <laughs> I could have done this. This whole fucking room. This maybe. whole room. Um, but uh, but no, it's a show. And it, it is a good show. It's very fun. It's called Podcast of the Ride. PTR. And man, does it have a cult following now. It's only been out for like two years. Um, but it's exactly what you think it is. It's a, it's a podcast all about theme parks. And it's all about like it's not even theme parks. It's like just themed entertainment in general. Um, and it's a lot of fun. They do a lot of fun stuff. Ooh, a show about theme parks hosted by three childless men in their thirties. It sounds like me and my friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> they're all like improvisers in LA. But your thing though, the, you are a Disney world expert. I'm not. Well, I'm not like it. Well, a Disney World aficionado. Yeah. you're a big Disney World fan, but and you are in on the theme park lingo, and you're you're up on that. But you don't travel to a lot of other theme parks. Uh, Maybe that's what you need to start doing. I, I mean, they don't either. <laughs> oh, they, they just do Disneyland. No, no, no. They they do Disney. They do, they do all of them, but they do like research. Yeah. Um, from afar, like they just learn stuff. But like they do a lot of um episodes on parks that are are no longer in existence mm-hmm. and they talk about like the history of that stuff why don't you do a one on haunts uh you know i've thought about that too um like and that has a like there's a community there and they're into it and they want to no i i know i do know that and i thought about doing it about haunts but honestly i'm afraid i don't get a i don't get along with a lot of haunt people right i don't get along with a lot of people like... in general <laughs> You know, I get along with you fine. <laughs> no, I know, but the thing is, is like other people that are like big into their shit, like other improvisers, right? I don't get along with a lot of them. You know why? Because I'm like, you're fucking not like settle down, okay? Let me know when you can consec- like consecutively sell out the fucking theater night after night, and like that's what you should be proud of. Yeah, but they don't. They're like, oh man, Chris did this awesome Canadian cross edit. It was it was it was insane. It, it was like insane. A sex move. <laughs> no, it's just a fucking improv edit. But like that's like they fucking they're just so like they're so masturbatory about their stuff, and I don't subscribe to that. I'm like, how did the people in the audience like it? Did it make sense to them, or was it so fucking avant garde? 
uh, that the person was like, what the fuck just happened? But they're like, <laughs> they don't give a shit about that. And then when it comes to haunt people, right? Um, I disagree. Like, I would love to do a, a, a haunt podcast for like, there's got to be other people like me out there. I yeah. know there is. I know there is. But we're few and far between. <laughs> but I mean, like people that like, uh, they, they they develop this character and they come up with this like elaborate backstory and they have like a Facebook account for it. And it's like, hey, maybe just fucking look good and scare people. Maybe just fucking don't worry about the, don't worry about the year that your character was born. But you could like talk about that, you know, and it, there's, there's, I think two kinds of people that would listen to the show, the people that are really into going to them and then the people who like are in the industry and that work them every year. Uh, or, you know, and then there's the third, the, the like lapsed people, the people who used to be in the industry, like you and some people that we know, uh, that, that, are still interested in it, still go to them and were part of it. And so you can have that kind of inside baseball knowledge of like, oh, this is what this haunt is doing and going for. And, you know, and I went and here's what I think about it because there's tons in the area, right? We're in a, we live in a pretty good area for that. Yeah. And then throughout the rest of the year, you can talk about, you know, okay, this at this point, these would be this kinds of prep is what is folks are focused on. And No, maybe, I mean, maybe I should. Monthly or something. Maybe I should because, I mean, I'm not doing anything right now for the, you know, and I do love haunted houses. I love the haunt industry. I love the entertainment aspect of it. You could call it spook fest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that'll go over fucking real well. (laughs) Um, But like. Hold on, I'm going to see if there is a podcast called spook fest. (laughs) Careful, you're going to get fucking targeted by the NSA. Anyway, oh, so fucking, maybe I will. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll do it as my own little personal pet project where I can do it on my own time. Yeah, and it's just you and right. And you I can, just, it can be like tightly scripted and edited. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I will. That's all I need is more fucking projects. Uh, but podcast the ride, uh, podcast the ride is. Yeah, um, we were actually talking about something. <laughs> I know we were legitimately we just went on a fucking tangent as we do. But the the podcast is a lot of fun. They're really entertaining. They have a lot of um fun guests on. Like the dude from How Does This Get Made is on it okay. often. Yep. Um, and they like if you just love like themed entertainment. They they touch upon everything. They do like restaurants that has like a heavy theme. Like yeah. they'll do a whole episode on like uh, you know some magic themed restaurant. Uh, imagine that Matt editing a podcast. That's been <laughs> you motherfucker. I edited and shit. Actually, that's not true. I edited. Uh, you'll see. Turts. You'll see. It's coming on. Yeah, I edited turrets, bitch. Uh, so so um, you just made me think. So you mentioned the how did this get made? Yeah, friend of the show and sometimes hosts. Um, old shake him up recommended that show to me yeah and i went in thinking like it was going to be a podcast about movies that aren't great and talking about how it got made but it's not it's just like hey this movie's not great yeah (laughs) and i was like oh it's not exactly what i wanted to hear it was still entertaining but like i i like the behind the scenes if you like that stuff uh actually there was a podcast that i i only listened to one episode of and i just i honestly forgot about it till right now um there's a show called uh you ever heard of um i was there too no um it's cool but it's it's like um it has people on that are like like uh extras that have like maybe like a line or two um or like stuff like that and it talks about like them like the filming of like exactly what you're looking for it's something called like i was there too i was there too yeah i found it earwolf yeah it's it was good Uh, oh they have an episode with ahmed best I don't even know who that is. Played Jar Jar Binks in the prequels. Oh yeah, see it's stuff like that. That's that's interesting. So it's like um like from their point of view, and I don't know how. Um, I think I listened to the one where there's a woman from The Exorcist on it. Man, um, I love that movie. Yeah, it's such a good one. But podcast of the ride. Oh right, right. <laughs> um, and they do 
so they do these other fun uh, things too. They did this uh, thing called like the City Walk Saga, and um, it was literally a, a nineteen in a nineteen day in a row uh, episode event. And they have these like um, this character called the Sector Keeper, who's like this boy who died in the fountain at Universal Studios, and it's so fucking funny. And it's very, it's very. They do a very good job of um, making things feel like inside jokes um, for their community, and it's very accessible. It's not too inside that you feel like, oh, I don't get it. Like if you hear it once, oh, second, I, gotta, I gotta listen to a hundred episodes. Yeah, you don't have time. to. You kind of get things real quick, and they're really good about that. Um, but the show's a lot of fun. I like listening to it. They do some really really fucking like pointed episodes that I enjoyed. They did one on like the Woodfield Mall, which is just like a mall in Chicago. And you love malls. I do love malls. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but they talk about that and um, it's fun. It's it's a good show and I'd love to be a guest on that. I've tried to reach out to them to try to do a crossover episode with them and they big time the shit out of me. Ugh. But to be fair, they're, they're, they're a pretty de- decent sized show now. But yeah. the idea that I had for them was... Um, so back, uh, are you familiar with the ticket attractions at Disney? Ticket attractions. So when Dis- I don't know the phrase. So when Disney first opened, um, you would get a book, and you would get um, admission to certain rides based on the level of how they consider them. So like an A ticket would be like uh, like a meet and greet with a character. Okay. And then like an E ticket would be like Space Mountain. So we never really talk about like a big ride at Disney. Um, if you ever hear of it referred to as an e-ticket attraction, it means like it's supposed to be like top tier attraction. Star Tours. Yes, that would be like an e-ticket. Uh, actually, I don't, know, I don't know if Star Tours would be an e-ticket. It might be a oh, D-ticket. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, so, but the idea I had was uh, to do a uh, a building. It was going to be a draft episode basing in building, a, you know, your A through E tickets, five, right? Uh, top five death and doing it in a draft to build your park uh, type of deal. Um, That's a great idea. So sent it over. Didn't hear shit. That was it. <laughs> that was the end of it. It went right into their spam folder. Probably. They're like, I don't give a <laughs> fuck about this idiot. And, you know, and like I tried to fucking sell it because they're all improvisers. I'm like, hey, I'm an improviser. Uh, come, come catch me on main stage. <laughs> but nothing happened. But the show is a lot of fun either way. I do enjoy listening to it a lot. It's funny. I like it. So podcasts all right. If you like the show, support the show. Oh, shit. If you like the show, support your girl. There's an inside joke that you got to listen to a million episodes ago to understand. Yeah, if you don't get it, fuck you. Um, no, uh, go to patreon.com slash makefunnetwork. You got to get in here. And there's more people. There's more people than watching right now um, that are in the the tiers to, to watch the show. I do know that. Uh, but if you got to, this is so fucking fun. Uh, Hyperion's new. Esmond Jansen's giving me shit. Uh, it's a lot of fun uh, and you can join at patreon.com slash make fun network also uh, go if you want to become a fun butt go to make network on facebook or just look up the make fun network on facebook and join that group also follow us on twitter and instagram at top five of death and if you have a death on how you died send that death to top five of death at gmail.com always the number five actually we have a death oh sick we do have a death so let me just pull it up real quick, like, oh, come on. Don't be a butthole. It's going to be a butthole. All right, I'll just pull it up here. I'll just pull it up here. Are you doing the screen share still? No, not yet. I'm not going to have freaking show my email. Oh, right. Hold on. 
Give me your email password real quick. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, we have a death from Pussy Apostle. Um, <laughs> uh, hold on a second. So the only thing that sucks is like the freaking goddamn um thing we're using to broadcast. It's gonna end. It's gonna end in friggin' minutes. four minutes, and I don't want to ruin the ruin the thing. We'll read the death before we go to the uh, the other um the number ones. The number ones. No, not the number ones. Before we go to the the fun butts for oh, their f- list. Okay. So what's your uh, what's your number one? Okay, so my number one. Actually, no, I'm gonna queue up another one right now so I can fucking. Uh, hey, live stream. I'm gonna queue up another thing to to switch over in a little bit. You just do it when it happens. Uh, go on, Matt. So my number one is a podcast called Song Exploder. Oh, I've heard of that one. So the idea is this, the guy who runs the podcast, his name is Rishikesh Harway. Who? Rishikesh is his first name. And uh, he gets artists, musicians, bands onto the show to take apart one of their songs. Talk about how it was written, how it was recorded, and break apart sections of the songs, guitars. Uh, I think I first heard it because they had the dude from Converge on taking apart one of their songs. Really? Who from Converge? The this uh, the guitar player because he also records all their records. Ah, uh, and so you know they were like, okay, here are the guitars, and this is how we came up with this riff, and this is like, you know, what we were going for, and how the guitars mix with the drums, and how it goes from one section to another section. Uh, they had one of my favorite episodes is they did an episode with um, Michael Stipe from REM, and they were talking about uh, try not to breathe and. Um, like talking about how he came up with the idea for the lyrics and I, I really like R.E.M. and it was and to hear artists talk about a specific song in that detail is I think really unique yeah um, oftentimes you know people will get interviewed and they're like yeah this is what we're trying to do for this album or whatever um, but to say to have them say like okay like this part of this song and like like a, a really interesting thing on the R.E.M. one is uh, the guitar player in R.E.M. Ha- has this really idea he's like okay every part of the song should have vocals on it i i don't like a song that like there's just like a boring instrumental break like does that like offend you a little bit (laughs) but uh but and he was saying how you know he's like people are paying to hear a song they you know they want to hear the song so there's like a an instrumental break where there's no real lyrics in it and the guitar player said to the singer he's like all right you need to put a vocal thing on here like there has to be so he's like he put like a little la 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 part he's like because there needs to be something and i was like that is such a fucking interesting perspective (laughs) and uh and if you listen to like pop songs like songs that are made to be pop hits this vocals from start to finish it never stops um and uh and there's there's been a ton of really really interesting artists for every musical taste um, whether you're into like hip hop or techno dance music, if you like alternative rock or indie rock or metal bands, he's got an episode for everyone. Um, nothing for you though, Matt. Actually, he did he did uh, John Carpenter for the Halloween theme. Oh, I love that. You ever hear Buckethead play that? No, but that sounds amazing. It's really cool. Um, some of the ones I like, like uh, there's Liz Fair. Uh, the, I mentioned the REM one. There's a Nine Inch Nails one. Uh, you know, Saint Vincent is cool. I guess Slow Dive. That episode is really, really good. Saint Vincent is cool. Yeah, Saint Vincent's cool. I guess. Uh, what song does Saint Vincent do? I don't know. Uh, oh, the band Oathbreaker. Have you ever heard of Oathbreaker? I have heard of. You'd like Oathbreaker. It's brutal. 
they do one of their songs. Um, and I would love to talk to someone uh, who's really interested in the craft of songwriting about songs and like talk about how we come up with ideas and how things evolve over time as you're working on a song and uh, you know, where ideas come from and the way we all borrow and steal ideas from other things and how it all comes together into something new. And uh, I love it. So it's uh, always entertaining and it's even sometimes entertaining when he's talking about a song that you don't give a shit about. Like what song? What song did you? What episode did did you listen to that you didn't give a shit about? But then when you listen to it, you're like, you know what? That was pretty good. You know what? Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. You know what? I can't think of one right now. Anamanaguchi. Anamanaguchi. Yeah, they make the like Nintendo sounds. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. They do uh, the the Scott Pilgrim. Stuff. Yes, they do the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack, and I, I I really like don't really listen to that kind of music. But man, it was interesting. They even have Slipknot on Matt for you. For me, I don't... They've got Bonnie Vare. That sounds pretty boring. People love Bonnie Vare. Yeah. People love Bonnie Vare. But you ever seen, you never seen the Buckethead thing? Instance. No, play it. All right, hold on. I'm going to screen share real quick. Do, 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 do. There, everybody. There we go. There we go. Punch it. Chewy. Oh, that's clever. It's cool. Can you do that? Probably not. Maybe. It doesn't look that hard. I can do it, baby. I think it's to get the left and right hands to think separately would be the hardest part. Because yeah. the actual like technique of it isn't hard. It's just the using you know the left brain, right brain, doing the two different things. would be Like different. a piano player. Yeah, like a piano player, which I cannot do. As a guitar player, your left and right hands are often pretty in sync. And when yeah. they get to do different things, it's, it's hard. Right. Uh, cool. That's your number one song exploder. Song exploder. It's so interesting, and they're not long. Would you be on for uh, a glacier song? Do a glacier song, and it would be their longest episode. Yeah, you'd be like, (laughs) so right here, we were like, you know what? We need fifteen minutes of one note. Is that what you'd say? Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, and if you know, you 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 go into the the multi tracks at this point, you can hear how we overdubbed the sound of a swarm of bees into this part, just to add a little like unsettlingness to the track. Just to add a little unsettlingness. And, you know, it sounds like that's a joke, but it's 100% <laughs> real. A swarm of bees. <laughs> yes, you art losers. There's definitely a moment where we've overdubbed a swarm, the swarm of bees. swarm of bees was a commentary on society's <laughs> hive mind. <laughs> was that it? Uh, no, it's, it's... I'll be you on Sonic okay, Song Exploder. So how'd you come up with this part here? Well, I had a dream. And in the dream, I was drowning and I was a baby. And I thought, what an amazing sound it is to drown as an infant. That's you on song. I would definitely do that accent, I think. My uh, Werner Herzog one? Yeah, my Werner Herzog. I want Herzog. to see the baby. <laughs> the, the child. Show uh, me the baby. Whenever I talk about my own music, I, I slip into that. I don't know why. Oh, what's your it's band? Just, oh, Glacier? Oh, it's pretty cool. Sounds like this. We sound like... <laughs> It sounds like a corpse who's been <laughs> reanimated only to lose an election. <laughs> it sounds... One of a, a review once said that our drums sounded like uh, a body being dragged downstairs. <laughs> Who told you that? Some homeless person? <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. It's a song Exploder with Rishi Kesherway. All right. My number one. My number one is just a pure... I just Pure wanna, masturbatory fun from Matt Biston. I just want to be there. 
I just want to be in that conversation. And it is a, it is probably my go-to podcast all the time. I never miss an episode of this show. Uh, and it is the Diz Unplugged. The Diz Unplugged, everybody. Is it any relation to The Wiz? Or no? no, it is a Disney World podcast. And it is great. It is run by older gay people, essentially. Um, it's also tied to a travel agency. Um, and weekly roundtable discussion that discusses all aspects of planning a Disney vacation. Yeah, I get a lot of information from them. They all live in Orlando. They frequent the parks. They're, like their whole job is this show in this channel. And they do tons of videos, and they do they they have like access to all the media events. And like the dude uh, Pete Werner, not Werner Herzog, <laughs> but Pete Werner. Um, he's just like uh, he's this older gay guy. He's very cool. He um. But it's like, man, he's got the show, and it does the show does so well um, that like he's just got some like pull with Disney World, which yeah. is kind of cool. Because yeah. like he's a um, journalist now, and they, yeah. they give him that stuff, and like they'll go do like they have like a like they'll do a series called Seven and Seven, where they'll they'll stay at seven different resorts and do reviews of each one, and um, pretty much like the last time they did it, like they had to like change the way they booked it because once people found out that it was him or he was there. He couldn't review it because he was like, I know that. He's getting their treatment. Yeah, he's like, I, I know I'm getting special treatment. Um, so and you know a, what they should do? Have me stay there. Exactly. Yeah. Send you. No, no one, one knows gives a you. shit. No one knows me. No one gives a fuck what the hell I think or do. And I complain about everything. Yeah, you do. Um, but but I, lo- I love that so show. So when I asked you last year for Disney advice, this is basically where you got it. <laughs> yeah, I just regurgitate <laughs> what I hear there. No, I give it from my own personal experience. But... um. But they do, um, the show's really, really interesting and fun, and they touch upon a lot of stuff. I think the reason why I like it a lot is because they've been doing it for so long that, like, I really respect their uh, integrity yeah. about how they approach things because they're not, like, super fans. They don't, they're not hypercritical. They literally just, like, they, they, they have reasonable reasons for their positions on things, and they're, they never, like, um, yeah, because there's always there's the three ways, right? You can be a super fan, so nothing is ever wrong and everything is always good. And yeah. you're like, and then there's like the hypercritical that complains about everything and is never satisfied, and they're nitpicky. And then there's like the sweet spot. Yeah, they're very much in the sweet spot. Um, so you're like a Marvel super fan, so we can't trust anything you say. That's not true. <laughs> that's not true. I mean, it's just rare that they hey, Matt, do anything wrong. The, the Incredible Hulk, the movie, rules or sucks. Which one? They, well, they're all great. <laughs> Every single one of them. The TV show is Incredible. great. Everything's the TV great. show is so good. I got the whole TV show on DVD. Do you? Yeah, in a collector's edition. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't think I would carry the way if you were angry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Matt's angry. Who cares? Mm, yeah. Uh, but the Dis Unplugged, if you like Disney at all, if you like Disney World or the parks, um, that's a great show. They have a ton. Like That was the thing I was referring to when um, I was like, I listened to like six shows and they're all from this one network. So they have... The Diz Unplugged, the Roundtable flagship show. They have the Disney Dining Show, where they go and do dining re- like live dining reviews. They have uh, Best and Worst of Walt Disney World, where they'll do like a best of uh, you know very pointed things. They have um, the Disney Vacation Club show, which is all about Disney Vacation Club, which I've been listening to like you wouldn't believe. They just launched the Disney Cruise Line show. Whoa! Um, and they also have um, they also have they do a Universal show, which is cool because they live in the area. So they have the right. Diz Universal Edition, which is like it's the only show about universal that i can find right um and then they also have a very so here's another thing they have which is a very very 
well done show if you're a fan of Walt Disney. It's called Connecting with Walt, and it's a straight up history podcast uh, in re- regarding Walt Disney. They talk about how he hated communists. Uh, yeah, well, that's true. He did hate. He did oh, hate communists. Oh yeah, he hated and he should. <laughs> uh, fuck you, communists. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I listened to a historical podcast about Song of the South. Okay, yeah, and it was it was like a five part series about uh song of the south how it was made the context of when it was made the Mm -hmm. re-releases uh what walt's feelings on the movie were and you know because it's song of the south so there's a a ton of stuff on disney plus and there's stuff that is culturally insensitive in today's age and they have a oh disclaimer they have a disclaimer there's no song of the south on there though i know they're like so afraid to put it out there um and uh so it was it was on this podcast you must remember this which is like a historical pod, podcast about Hollywood and about movies. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they did a, a series on Song of the South and like about the actors and what they did before and after. And it's really, really, really interesting, uh, especially for you who loves Walt and likes Disney. You, you probably- Did they talk about Walt threatening to boycott the Oscars if they didn't allow the actor in? Yeah, yeah. And um, and how like, you know, the, the was one of the first, it might be even the first competitive- Oscar went that went to a black person yeah. was from Song of the South. Yeah, I mean, as 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 culturally insensitive as it was, I mean, it wasn't without its good parts of it, as far as like uh, gaining leverage um, in the Hollywood community for stuff like that. And um, man, Zippity Doodah is a banger. That's a good song. It's a banger. That's a good song. Uh, but yeah, that's my number one is um, the Diz. If you love Disney, do it. Uh, question from Chucky. Do you do a deep dive on the Haunted Mansion? Been trying to find a good one of those. Uh, so, uh, Chucky, to answer your question, so podcast, so going back earlier, Podcast the Ride, they do, uh, on Halloween every year, they do, um, they do a deep dive on the Haunted Mansion. This is how much of a deep dive they do. They've been around for two years, okay? And they've done two plus hour episodes on Halloween, strictly, strictly on the Haunted Mansion. And so there's a collective four hours of content on the Haunted Mansion. Only within four hours, they've just gotten into the building. Okay? As far as like going through the ride. Like they've only covered the line in such great detail. <laughs> and like that's how much of Sound, a deep dive they do. Sounds comprehensive. It's it, But it's so entertaining and it's awesome. So yeah. So uh, Chucky, go check out um, Podcast of Rides. They actually do a, a a month of October thing. They call it Hauntcast the Fright instead of Podcast the Ride, um, and they do like uh, haunted house stuff or whatever. But they, on Halloween they do the Haunted Mansion like special, and it is because they love the Haunted Mansion. It's like their favorite thing, so it's good. Check that one out. Uh, to the fun butts, we'll go to the list now. Uh, hold on, Chucky said something. I fucking minimize the window like a ding dong. He said, I just started their stuff, so I will go back and dig those up. Yeah. Also, if you just started their stuff, go check out the, um, you got to listen to the City Walk saga, the first one, and it's so funny. Shitty Walk? City. Mm, I almost stepped in something. Uh, oh, the death from Pussy Apostle. Here we go. So this is the death from Pussy Apostle. Um, fair warning. The person who wrote this is called Pussy Apostle. <clears throat> there he was, the apostle, on the tracks waiting for the sweet, sweet embrace of an incoming train. I think it means oncoming. Uh, top five of death could only distract him from his crippling depression one day out of the week. His demands for a daily show were ignored. He could hear the train. It was time to go. He closed his eyes and suddenly he could see it. A beautiful, endless beach. And he was there as stylish as ever, petting his dog. But the dog was really PWK. 
Imagine BWK agreeing to a daily podcast and how often you would actually show up. Oh, God, no. Um, you've always been like, you've always sounded like an adorable dog mascot to me, something out of, like something out of the Muppets. I'm glad you're here with me, he said. BWK barked cheerfully in response and licked the apostle's face and then whispered something in his ear that sounded like knockknockcards.com, um, which I think that website's down. <laughs> you know what? I can find it right now. I'll check it. Uh, you check it, Matt. I'll keep reading. Um, do, 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 do. Fro was also there. Apostle shouted, hey, Fro, do something funny. Fro nodded and, uh, and did a thing. It was funny. The man began to approach Pussy Apostle. Oh, then a man began to approach Pussy Apostle. Hey there, pussy, he said with a booming dad voice. Oh, wow, it's Matt. <laughs> By the way, pussy was my father's name. Call me apostle. No prob, buddy, he said. So even in heaven, I'm fucking busy. I just wanted to drop off my new book, How to Get Your Kids to Stop Watching Anime and Love Disney. <laughs> Is that a position I've taken? <laughs> uh, suddenly, a lovely aroma flooded the apostle's senses. Matt, I need a mint, shouted the apostle. <laughs> All I have are chiclets, he said. That's fine, said Apostle. <laughs> I knew exactly where this was going. Matt reached into his mouth and popped out his front tooth. <laughs> Apostle chewed it <laughs> as he approached the source of the scent. There it was, a grill. Whoa, it was Cat. When she saw him, her face lit up. Hiya, pussy, she said. The Apostle brushed. Uh, the apostle blushed, and he instantly got butterflies in his tummy. But please, pussy was my father's name. Anyway... You can't, you can't be here. You know, you're married. Yeah, married to you, she said, flashing her expensive diamond ring. Ah, yes, of course you are. This is my heaven and all. I have no idea what you look like. Heaven just made you look like Kim Kardashian, so I guess this is fine. Pussy Apostle took a step back to admire his new Boston buddies. This is too good to be true. This is truly heaven. I am so happy, he thought to himself. Pussy Apostle opened his eyes to see the train within seconds of hitting him. He was glad to know that when he died, he would be with friends. That's kind of nice at the end. All right. Uh, what's the state of knockknockcards.com? Uh, it redirects to their Tumblr. Their Tumblr? Yeah, knockknocks Tumblr account. So it's there. It does exist. I remember when I, was, I wanted to make the, like a website a long time ago and BWK wanted me to use Tumblr. It's like, fucking Tumblr? What am I, a 14-year-old girl? <laughs> The answer is yes. Yeah. I am. You can. You would know that if you had logged on to the live video stream. That's true. You can see what I really look like. And I'm a 14-year-old girl. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay, let's uh, let's go to... Reading some deaths. Let's go to read it. No, not deaths. We're reading some lists. Reading oh, that's some, what I meant. Reading some lists. Come on, get with it. Oh, the people posted some in the chat. Um... Yeah, so we can go right here. So first first people who get read are the people in the chat. Uh, Mitch Mint, the freshest of the fun butts. Uh, number five, the Glass Cannon Pidcast. Four, uh, the Comedy Button. Uh, some NPR podcast where I can yell at Ira Glass. Two, Astonishing Legends. Number one, the top five of death. I can't even see what, <laughs> what I'm typing, and it's driving me insane. Why can't... I mean, I know you're going to have to type to answer this. Send me a message on Facebook as to why you can't see what you're typing. I don't understand. Take a screenshot. That's okay, Espen. I'll read it. I'll read it. I'll read it. I'll read it. I, you didn't know. You didn't know. Very cute monkey face, though. Uh, Hyperion says number five, spout lore. Does this mean lore? I don't know what spout lore is. All right. I go to the fun butts. Let's go to the fun butts. Gonna go there, bitch. Oh, I lost it. 
I got it right here. Oh, do you? Yeah, you want me to read it? Yeah, why don't you read it for once, huh? Mike Dill. He just gave us two. Uh, his two is uh, this one. Wait, hold on. Before Mike Dill, uh, Hyperion, the new the new person. Oh, yeah. Number five. Uh, number five, Spout Lord. Number four, last podcast on the left. Everyone everyone suggests that one to me. I, I don't know why I haven't gotten into it. Number three, Hey Riddle Riddle. That sounds fun. Number two, uh, Turts. Number one, Top Five of Death. Woo. It's hey Riddle Riddle. I'm going to look that up. Uh, so, yeah, Mike Dill. Number two, uh, this one. And number one, Spittin' Chicklets. Spitting chiclets. Is, is this a lot of ref- referrals to my teeth? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, num- uh, Stephen North, uh, he just wrote one through five, all the make fun network shows. So that's kind of cheaped out on us there. <laughs> he loves a good uh, plug. <laughs> uh, Daniel Sepultura, number he only gave us four. Number four, Latino USA by NPR. Great talks about Latino culture, and sometimes I just want to jump in and talk too. Me too, amigo. Uh, number three, Mystery Crate. A group of guys who talk about sports that are based in Florida and they're hilarious with their bits. Huh. Number two, Turts, because I want Matt Bistany to try some Abuelita chocolate because Mitch Mint and I love it. And number one, the top five of death. Do I really need to explain why? Listen, you might all get your chance sooner than later. (laughs) BWK stopped showing up. Uh, Charles F. McDonald. Number five, top five of death. It's only at number five because it's the obvious answer. Number four, podcast The Ride. I'd do a deeper dive on Harry Potter World. Number three, Encyclocomica. He'd love to cover Sabretooth. Hell one. yeah. That's a fucking good good pick. Uh, number two, the Joe Rogan experience. I could talk about MMA and cryptozoologic for hours. <laughs> I was going to put the Joe Rogan experience on there, but I honestly was like, you know what? I'm not interesting enough. <laughs> All I would do is just shoot the shit with him, and I don't know if that would be good content. Uh, number one, critical role. My terrible D&D role play next to professionals would be cringe-worthy. Imagine being a professional role player. Uh, Kirsten AC. Kirsten Animal Kingdom. Oh, Kirsten Animal Kingdom. Uh, number five, true crime all the time. Number four, Armchair Expert. My wife loves that show. Not familiar. It's uh, with Dax Shepard. Not ringing any bells. You'd know him if you saw him. Maybe. Uh, number three, Real Time with Bill Mara. I hate that guy. Number two, Sword and Scale. Number one. <laughs> My wife, sorry. <laughs> top five of death. If top five of death isn't everyone's number one, I question their true fun button That's dedication. true. You know what? If, uh, if you don't have it as your number one, up against the wall with you. <laughs> Brian Davis, number five, Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Looks hey. like it's a great pick. Uh, number four, All Fantasy Everything. They fantasy draft different subjects. That's a good one. That's a good one. Number three, Turts. I often see how my thoughts about a subject line up with the crew of Turts. Number two, Encyclocomica. Moon Knight needs to be discussed. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll probably have to argue over who gets them. Number one, the top five of death. I've always liked doing lists like this. That's the idea. Yeah, everyone understands. Everyone gets it. Josh Barkin. Barkin. Dog. Uh, dog butt. <laughs> number five, the Imagineer podcast, a Disney podcast hosted by a former cast member. Yeah, that's a good one. Number four, Encyclocomica, so I can do a deep dive on the super guys and girls. And <laughs> Number three, podcast The Ride. Let's talk about those attractions. Hey, there you go. Number two, Greetings Adventurers, time to play some D&D. And number one. Top five of the Hell yeah. Listen, I'll, I'll have everybody on. I don't even care anymore. Espen Jansen. Uh, number five, Giant Bomb, but only their Game of the Year stuff where I get to fight with the other hosts about the best games of each year. Number four, Drunks and Dragons. I'm out of the loop and haven't really played D&D before, but I think it'd be fun to be a guest character for an episode of two. Episode or two. Number three, Radio Espen Jansen, a super funny Norwegian <laughs> podcast where the hosts just shoot the shit and say crude stuff from time to time. Translates to... Radio reception. Oh, does that not say Espen Jansen? Radio Respen Jonan? 
<laughs> it's all one word. So it's did, did Espen Jan- is that Espen Jansen's list? Uh, yeah, and then oh, okay. So, uh, number two, top five of death. Y'all are uh, y'all are pretty great, and I love making lists. Number one, you're a wizard, Harry. I love Harry Potter, so being part of a book club podcast about the series would be amazing. What do they have left to talk about? Uh, I don't know. It's not like new books. No. Well, you're a wizard, Harry is on um Geekly Inc., which Top Five Adept used to be on. Oh. So they're like uh, very tangential friends at this point. Yeah, yeah. Never heard of it. Um, and that is it. Those are our butts. All right. Well, hell yeah. Hey, listen. Live. Here, here's the thing. Everyone in the live chat, this is what I want you to do. Go on the Facebook. Uh, someone make a post about um, if you liked it or not, um, or just um, ideas or things that could have been better or things like that. I will fix the 30-minute limit thing. It was, that's a free trial thing. I'll just sign up for the full the full, the full uh, what have you on there. But um, but push it. I want I want to get this. Uh, I want to get more people in here because this is so much fun. And also, I'll probably do. I'll probably do other stuff with this now that it works well. Like I was thinking the other day, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit down with my guitar um, and just write songs about people right then and there. I love it. Just have some fun. Just have some fucking fun, everybody. That's the whole point of make fun. Uh, But thank you so much, Matt, for being here. Thanks for having me, Chief. Uh, Honestly, I'll probably see you next week. (laughs) Well, yeah, we're going to do turrets next week. Yeah, we're going to do turrets next week. And... um, yeah, your oh, your coronation should be coming up. What is it? I'm out of town next weekend. Oh, you're a mother. No, 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 no. I'm in. T- no, it's the weekend after that. I'm out of town, so I'm good. All right. Well, we can do it during the week too. You're flexible, and also you show up. Uh, all right. So thank you so much, everyone. Um, go check out Over Under Fair. Go check out Anachronismo. And as always, smell you later.